calling to write your book, but there's something blocking you. I'm sharing just what it is in today's episode, the number one reason you haven't started writing your book and what to do about it now so that you can write the book that's calling you. Welcome to the Unlocked Creative. Has it been on your heart to write and self-publish a book? It's simpler than you think to become a published author. Hi, I'm Siobhan, and after decades of having a first draft, I finally decided to take my power back and bring my book to life. In less than three months, I was able to self-publish my first book, and my mission is to help you to do the same. In this podcast, you'll learn how to start writing, find time to write, get unstuck and find motivation, learn the complete process of writing a book, uncover your unique story and who you're writing for, self-publish and market your first book. You can do anything with your God-led creativity. If you are ready to step into unlocking your own potential in your life, you are in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your cat, your coffee, and turn on your computer. Let's write. It's what every writer faces before writing their first book. This seeming invisible force that stops you from taking action and writing. It's so sad for me to know that this is what writers, all of us, experience. I think about, you know, everyone who hasn't written their book because of this feeling, because of the thoughts and because of the actions that we do in response to it and how many lives that these writers could have enriched but didn't. It is the grand story of lost potential. But you are not here for that. You are here for how you can fulfill your writing potential. And I'm here to help you through it so you can write your first book. In this show, I've spoken a lot about the one reason you haven't written your book. It really comes down to this, the inner critic. So if you're new around here and you haven't heard, go and listen to episode seven. That's seven, all the way back there to get your inner critic battle technique. Also helpful on this topic are episodes 119, 143, and 160. Here's a little reminder of what this inner critic is. The inner critic is made up of everything your ego or false self creates to protect your true self from being hurt. It is a coping and defense mechanism and can be made up of a whole heap of emotions and comments that come from usually authoritarian figures or influences in your early life, like a gymnastics coach or a parent, for example. Most of us aren't even aware that we have these comments floating around us. So it can be super hard when we start writing to realize that the inner critic just pops up saying mean things and distinguishing that false voice from reality. (laughs) And so we stop writing. It's important to know that the inner critic has been generated to do one job, to protect you from danger, real or imagined. So that emotion of fear, that subconscious invisible force is at work. Here's something that will change how you think about fear. When we're born, we have only two innate fears. Write this down somewhere because it's important and, you know, I found it confronting as well. Okay, so here are the two fears. Fear of loud noises and fear of falling. 
But here's the confronting bit. Most other fears are learned. And one of those is a fear of being hurt in some way. Your inner critic keeps you from doing anything that might invite criticism from yourself, from others. So what kind of situations might invite criticism? What about writing a book? (laughs) And when you're editing, you know, you think about putting your creative work out into the world. For some people, even telling someone that they're working on a book can stir up the inner critic. The inner critic tries to keep you safe and comfortable. Unfortunately, this also means it stops you from growing. There are so many ways it can show up. Some of the actions and comments that you might be familiar with, I I just want to give you awareness of how it's stopping you so that you can overcome and write your book. Before we get into it, I do give you this inner critic battle technique in the Writer Unlocked course. It's the full comprehensive process you can go through along with a really effective meditation. You can sign up at theunlockedcreative.com because I've come through it over and over again. (laughs) I'll go through a few of those ways it can show up though, you know, the actions and comments that you can notice right now. It will be kind of fun, sort of, to see them pop up for you and you can go, ah, there's that inner critic. My all-time favorite action or non-action really is not creating, just not starting. And that's how I responded when I didn't know what was stopping me or how to move forward. I didn't write for 10 years, a full decade, creatively, and then I began again. It's closely related to procrastination, which literally means putting off until tomorrow. But guess what? Tomorrow never comes. But don't worry, I'll share how to overcome the inner critic. I'm not going to just leave you here stumbling around. Now, another way it can show up is when you give yourself triggers, like I'll do X thing when Y happens, but you have no control or say in if or when Y happens. Letting others lead the way and resenting it is another way that the inner critic can show up. That happens because you you didn't do anything. This is classic in business and in organizational situations. In the writing space, it could be a writer friend who entered a competition and you didn't, so you resent their success. Yeah, I know. Thank you, inner critic. Comparison, which is related to, you know, letting others lead the way and resenting it. But this is really about, isn't someone already doing this? You know, my story isn't as refined as hers. She's so far ahead of me. All that jazz. Another way the inner critic might show up is when you're starting projects but never finishing them. Because what happens when you finish? You need to share your project with the world. Using absolute language, like I'll never write this book, they're classic ways of the inner critic jumping up and down and stopping you. And one that is often left out when people talk about the inner critic is the body. The inner critic will give you signs that it's there as tension, constriction, heaviness, tightness, all those things. These are some of the ways that you can recognize the inner critic. But how do you overcome it? I did mention the Writer Unlocked course, which goes into the full depth of how to move through it. But I want to get you on the way and help you today, right now. So 
here's what we're going to do. Because really, deep down, the inner critic is there to try to help us. So this is how you're going to move through it. You're going to just invite it in, not to take over. It's a visitor and we're just going to invite it in to have a herbal tea. We're just going to look at what it says. We're not going to ask why it's saying what it's saying. So really the key here today is awareness. We are starting with awareness because all this is, all those words or feelings are, is just a learned pattern of thinking. It doesn't give you any solutions, does it? I mean, if it did, you would have already written your book. It just gives you repetitive phrases or words, programs. And once you use this when you're writing, you will have more space for confidence. I want to talk about the importance of being able to evaluate your work too versus the inner critic. Creativity is one part idea generation and one part evaluation. So you need to be able to evaluate your work in a way that's constructive and helps you to express the feeling that you set out to. Your ability to evaluate your work, let's call this your sort of evaluator voice, it sounds a lot different to your inner critic. Your evaluator will offer suggestions like add a little more here or need to flesh out this character a bit more. But your inner critic sounds just like a bully because over time, particularly as children, we take in what others with authority have said and create our own belief systems from that. The confusing truth is that your inner critic thinks it's helping you. It's keeping you safe, but its methods are questionable. And look, it's not possible to eliminate the inner critic because it's part of how we have evolved over time to protect. And it tries to do this in really weird ways now that there are no, you know, saber-toothed tigers around or something. But the good news is you can turn down the volume of the inner critic or, you know, put it on mute for a while. The only way we can do this, though, is by seeing the inner critic in its true form. And we need to do a bit of rewiring. It all starts with this noticing, this awareness. Now, I want to note that this could be triggering for you. And I ask that you show self-compassion. And if you need to, please seek the professional help that you need. So how do you start with this awareness? First of all, if you're multitasking, make sure to pause this and do the work. Here is the first step. You're going to get a notepad or open your word processor and make four columns. In the first column, write thoughts. Over the next week, notice and jot down the thoughts that stop you from writing. Write down the exact phrasing. Don't try to understand it. This is just to create awareness about how your inner critic typically comes up for you so that you can choose how to respond. Now, when you're writing the thoughts down, if they do get pervasive, just say to them, thanks for your input. Thanks for letting me know. Or just label it. Here's a thought I am having, thinking. In the second column, write feeling. I want you to note the feeling in your body. What is it? And where do you feel it? Is it in your belly, your chest area, your throat? Just note that down. In the third column, write doing. Remember earlier when I said, keep in mind how your inner critic shows up for you? Write that thing down. Think about what you tend to do or tend not to do when these thoughts pop up. Do you go and do the laundry, screw your page up, or scroll social media? Maybe you watch Netflix. So go through all of those steps, and we will use the fourth column in part two. 
to recap, what is the number one thing that stops you from writing? The inner critic. And what you're going to do about it is become aware of what it is, how it manifests for you, just making it visible. Because what is visible can be dealt with. And if you want more, I do offer one-on-one sessions and can help you work on this. It really is fundamental to move from wishing you had written your book to actually writing it. And I would be so honored to help you on your writing journey. Flick me an email, hello at theunlockedcreative.com. I love hearing from you. So if you have a question you want me to answer live on the show about writing and self-publishing, go to theunlockedcreative.com slash podcast and click the orange button there to leave a voice memo. I can edit out any ums or coughs, so please just let go of perfection and go for it. I hope you got value out of today's show. And if you did, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. Till next time, take care.